This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. We got the right where we want Primetime on Football Friday. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. 1080 The Fan. How you play today from this moment on is how you will be This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What up? What's going on today? (laughs) It's a high tea Friday is what's going on. What are you guys doing? Someone on the Vancouver Ford text line said, (laughs) can we get a high tea day from Primetime? Oh, they want a high up. tea Friday. Let's go. Get out of here. Woo! Hot takes. God, shut up. Stop. No, it's a high tea. Schultzy, get some high tea. Let's, Let's go. go. Oh, Rob, I, no. need, I need you to pick it up. I hate fake radio energy. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty stupid. Get out of here with I that. Just did. You're fooling no one. That is not how I really feel. good content. Well, great. Now, now you guys have lowered my tea. I was all ready to go. I was all ready to go high tea Friday, and now pff, nothing. Now I'm just wallowing. Whatever. Who the hell are you? What, what does it all mean? I mean, you used all your tea up in your workout before the show. So should oh, be good no, to go. Are you kidding me? There's plenty. Let's go. I was ready. <laughs> I was ready with some John Gruden fake genuine enthusiasm. Oh, by the See, way, again, fake. Yeah, that is true. He could fake it, though. Say what you will about Gruden, who, by the way, I guess is uh, he's back up for some NFL jobs. I think it was the. Uh, How's that even possible? I thought he was banished. Yeah, who was Didn't it? Did he kneel for the national anthem? Uh, no, I think he uh, he sent a bunch of racist and misogynistic emails though. Oh well, then he can come back. <laughs> he can come back. He didn't kneel. Who was it? Had it that? Uh, God, someone was getting on a plane and they were flying to Tampa, and the uh, the thought was is that he was going down to talk to one John Gruden. Why would anybody hire John Gruden? I mean, seriously. I don't know. I mean, come on. Well, he won a Super Bowl. Once you win a Super Bowl, like people feel that you're, you're like that you can do no wrong. Even though Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl yeah. and everyone hates him. Count, count the years. How many years ago was John Gruden's Super Bowl championship? Uh, I believe that was two thousand and two ish. Okay, how many years is that? <laughs> We're working on twenty plus. Yeah, <laughs> I rest my case. And he hasn't been great since. 
Hmm. Yeah. So what? It, that would be like in the 2000s, hiring Bill Walsh for a job. Some anywhere. Yeah. Around the NFL. Exactly. Well, and well, nobody thought that was this? a good idea. Nobody wants Bill Belichick. He's about to leave the Patriots. Nobody wants him. <laughs> Dude, the guy's the best ever. He can get a job somewhere. I I know, but nobody really wants. No, him. it's he's not. You, you would think if the if I told you that the greatest coach to ever do it is available, you would think that there'd be some sort of bidding war, and collectively people are like, meh. Although someone brought this up, and I think it would be amazing. He would never do it. <laughs> but, you know, Oklahoma lost their defensive coordinator. Oh. How great would it be if someone like Bill, who, who's made, you know, $100 million in his career, it's not about money, right? How awesome would it be if Bill, who might be the best defensive mind we've ever seen in the NFL, if Bill was like, you know what? For my swan song, I'm going to go be the D coordinator at Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner. Dude, that would be amazing. If 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 someone actually were to do something like that, that other people have brought up Navy, that because uh, oh. he's he's his dad coached at Navy, yeah, that's, that's where Bill cut his chops. And is there anything more Bill Belichick than going to to run a military academy? That salty bastard would fit in great. Yeah, they'd be great. Wouldn't I they? would love love, and what. by great you mean seven wins, but it would be well, awesome. Yeah, but it's only one unit. You know, I mean. Yeah, just because you have a good defense doesn't mean you're going to win, you know, twelve games. I'm just no. saying his unit would be would. I'm sorry if he coached, <laughs> if he coached in college, if he coached a defense. First of all, if I'm a defensive recruit, I'm going there. Yeah, I want his coaching. <laughs> yes, uh, but and then second of all, I think they would just they would average like teams with school. They, everybody would look like <laughs> Iowa against them. Which I'm all about. Or maybe he would suck and the kids would hate him. I have said all along that I am embracing the Iowa way of football. I'm done with these high-scoring affairs. I want the punt fest. We were watching. You were gone. Were you gone when we were watching the Ohio State-Iowa? Were you here? No, you were gone. Ohio State-Iowa? Ohio State-Iowa, their bowl game. Yeah, you were. Or not. It It wasn't Missouri. Iowa State and No, no, no. It was Ohio State and Missouri. Oh, okay. And I, I can't get enough of the Iowa brand of football. I find myself rooting for third and 11 so that we can get punts. Ohio State got a first down on a penalty, and I was livid because it cost me a punt. I'm here. I I am absolutely on board for the 68 yards of total offense. I love it. I can't get enough. Now, today we have Rop in the Bank. Yeah. And I was grading out everything that I had in my notes Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. You hit a 10-pointer while we were away because you bet the under on the Iowa-Tennessee game. (laughs) The bowl game. Yeah. The, the over-under was 36. The yeah. final score, Tennessee 35, <laughs> Iowa nothing. Zero. Woo! Amazing. That under, baby. That Absolutely amazing. It, it, it was not my best year uh, gambling. I did a little better in my personal life than I did on the show. But it was uh, it was not a banner year. The last two I had done really well. This year I was hoping just to come out slightly on top. And the only reason that I'm at all in the positive is because of one team and one team only, and that is the Iowa Hawkeyes yeah. and the under. Very reliable. Yes, I bet against them multiple times. Yeah, thinking the numbers are just too low, and it's and I'm I'm kind, I'm sad that Ferentz is is leaving. That Brian, uh, the the offensive coordinator, the younger Ferentz. Go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. I'm kind of terrified that the new guy is going to come in and ruin a good thing that we have going on with Iowa football. Who, who did they hire? I don't know. I don't think they've hired anyone yet. Well, don't underestimate just the the ability of the Iowa, we don't do anything but punt culture. Yeah. 
to infiltrate even a very good offensive coordinator. Like, I mean, don't, I don't so. think that they can't be worse. Oh, and by the way, I, I haven't worn it yet, uh, In but I did order, and it's it's in my possession. I own a punt sweatshirt. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I'm going full. I'm, I'm all on board. Me and Jill Savage, we're all about the Iowa Hawkeyes, baby. Let's kick this thing. Well, today is a very big radio broadcast. It is Friday. It is a full show. We will have Rop in the Bank, 515. We haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. I was just, uh, so like I said, I graded everything out today. Every one of us has lost money. But, so I've got, there's actually six people that have made picks on Rop in the Bank this year. Yeah. If you go all the way down, if you go with Buck, Schultz, and Ortner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who has, what I was about to say is, we've all lost units. Mm-hmm. But none of us have lost a lot of units. It's all very small. It's very, We're all very close to 500. Mm-hmm. You know who the worst guy is on the whole list? What do we got? Minus 10 units. Mm. Will Ortner. <laughs> Big Will bets. And he only was here one week. <laughs> 0 and 3, minus 10 units. <laughs> and he does a segment that he puts on our Instagram channel called Big Will bets. So we'll have that at 515. And then uh, today is a very... Uh, what, what would be the word? Must we tread lightly today with our friend Joe Harrington? I think he's going through some stuff because the Huskies are playing for a championship on Monday. Yeah, what? And we need to talk about it. Do we have to use the Garth Brooks quiet voice? Yeah, <clears throat> look, so, uh, <laughs> the whispered hushed tones. Don't think we'll we will not ask him about it. Well, we have to. We ask the tough questions. It's what we do on this program, and but we will use our. I don't know if you want to call it. It's either the the golf voice. The news voice when something tragic has happened. Golf, golf. Or merely the your rival playing for a national title where we have to take it down an octave or yeah. two. Well, I can't wait to hear what he says. The password is... About Washington and Michigan. <laughs> so that's going to be at 5.30 on our show today, if you're ready for that. Um, right now, the poll question. I've already put it up. Ooh. I'm ahead of sked today. Look at you. Yeah. This up. is a high tea Friday. You've yeah. already got the poll up? That's right. Hell Yeah. AAA Heating and Cooling, family business, helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. It is on X at 1080 The Fan. Yesterday. Okay, remember we had a double poll question yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which guy is the quarterback of the future for his team? Uh, The first one, Jordan Love, 56%. None, 22%. (laughs) I understand. Bryce Young, 13%. Justin Fields, 9%. I thought Fields would be a little higher because he's a guy that, for whatever reason, people, much like Mean Girls trying to make Fetch a thing, I feel like media in general is desperately trying to make Justin Fields a yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I thought that there would be some people that would fall for that. Yeah. well, The, they the did. listening public is not falling They for did that. at the start of the season. I would like to point out that going into this NFL season, that not a single NFL player received more action, more bets, to win MVP than Justin Fields. God, what a bad bet. Yeah. But he has like a big game against Washington, and people are like, ah, see, they're, they're desperate to make him a thing. B, which guy is the quarterback of the future for his team? Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith. Now, this one was very close. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> the, the answer to that question is, <laughs> who do you think won? I'm going to go Geno. Geno. He finished third. Really? Yeah. No love for Geno, huh? Well, a little bit of love. Yeah. Who else uh, are you giving 33% to? 33% said Sam Howell of the commies. There's another guy that I don't quite understand why people insist that Sam Howell is. Have you seen Sam Howell play? Like people, I have. I, I, I don't get it. Like we, 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 There's I, flashes there. Is there? Yeah. Between getting sacked? 
been sacked like 60 times. Well, that's not his fault. Some of it well, is. Well, some of it is. I just mean, Dude, yeah, that I man, think he shows a little bit of promise. That man holds the ball like his life depends on, uh, depend on it. It's like, Sam, just, you yeah. know, you can throw it. Maybe he'll get a new coach. You can get rid of it. That, uh, you know, coaches him up. Coaches him out of that habit. Kenny Pickett, 30%. See, there's one that I... That's just, weird. I would punt on that I, see all I, day long. I think it's surprising to me that Justin Fields, 9%, Kenny Pickett, 30%. But, again, of course, it's two different poll questions, but uh, I feel like Justin Fields has more of a chance than Kenny Pickett. Yes, you know? I do. I, I think Pickett is just working with... Uh, he's not working with a, a full uh, tool shed. You can say what you want about you know Justin Fields, and he's not a very good passer, but... His athleticism and his ability to throw the deep ball and make plays, like if you're going to give me a guy that's mediocre with very mediocre skill sets, or you're going to give me a guy that's mediocre with a ton of athleticism, I'll take the athleticism guy all day. But it's it's not like Kenny Pickett. You know, like people like try to put Brock Purdy into this category. Stop. If you put Kenny Pickett in San Francisco, he's not Brock Purdy. He's just not. He doesn't process things very well. I, I, I just I don't know why that we we try to put all guys into the, the, the same category. Like, he plays in a pretty good system there in, in, in Pittsburgh, and he's not very good. And see, Mason Rudolph, for God's sakes. So Sam Howell, 33%. Kenny Pickett, 30%. Geno Smith got 27%. Daniel Jones down there at 10%. Nobody likes Daniel Jones. Well, no. Although, someone did, because they gave him $43 yeah. million. Dollars. Well, he did look... I mean, before this year, he looked... He looked better. He looked better last year. Yeah. Well, you again, Dable had a really good plan last year, but his, his plan was don't throw the ball, um, <laughs> and just and and when you need to tuck it and run. It's kind of the same mo. Like here's the, here's my narrative of why we can't do this because they're black and white. But Justin Fields and Daniel Jones are closer to each other than Kenny Pickett and Brock Purdy are. But we can't because one's black and one's white. So you're like, Ugh. it's like the Michael Vick, Michael Penix comparison. Michael Irvin, for God's sakes. Nice, nice comp. But yeah, they all have the same sort of stuff where it's like, you know, don't turn the ball over. We're playing check down. Occasionally, if it's there, you can take a shot deep and we're mainly going to rely on your legs. The problem with it is, is that really forces you to be limited in your offense and defenses will adjust to it. And then when they adjust to it, see this year with Daniel Jones, he and got he's, murdered. He got murdered. And, and you don't last. What was the Trevor Lawrence said that to Anthony Richardson this year after they played like week two or whatever. He's like, man, he's like, you can't run like this. He goes, these, these aren't college hits. They add up. And of course, like a week or two later, Anthony Richardson's done for the year. So that's my <clears throat> fear about, you know, if you have a guy that isn't consistently progressing in his ability to throw, the injuries pile up. And when the injuries pile up, and I think this is a little bit with Hertz, and I think Hertz throws a much better ball than these other guys that we're talking about. But I think you see that when when Jalen Hurts is playing this year and he's clearly dinged up, right? He's been dealing with multiple things. That when you take away uh, some of the athleticism that, that that some of these these elite quarterbacks have because of nagging injuries, and you get beat up a little bit, and you're forced to purely be a pocket quarterback again, you don't age like fine wine; you age like moldy bread, and that's like the Cam Newton thing. So you can be an athlete, you can move around, but you better evolve and you better learn to win from the pocket and learn to protect yourself. And if you do that, then the dual threat quarterback is amazing. But we tend to not see those guys have these seven, eight, nine, ten 10 year runs where you're healthy and you're constantly winning at the end of the year because running quarterbacks just don't 
last that long in the NFL. And that'll be the thing like Lamar this year, who's having, he's probably going to win an MVP. They're the odds on favor to win the Super Bowl. And he's running less than he ever has before. He's winning more from the pocket. Can you continue with that? And can you stay healthy throughout this playoff run? All right, today's poll question on X at 1080 The Fan. We're asking you, what do you have the most faith in Monday night? Michael Penix Jr., Michigan's defensive line, Washington's receivers, or Blake Corum? Hmm. Vote. Vote hard on X. We'll come back and we'll talk about that. And in the interest of making it uh, less Husky-focused today, mm-hmm. we have hot Bo Nix talk. Oh, all right. I oh, know. and I also saw a bet that I really like okay. pertaining to Oregon. Um, and this is exciting. The first thing I thought about today when the Mariners pulled off a trade, they <laughs> traded Robbie Ray. The very first thing I thought about was our producer, Jordan Schultz. I think we all did. And how upset he'll be about this. Yes. Even though he probably shouldn't be. I thought it was a good trade. But he, I'm guessing he will come on here. Oh, I've already heard the... And lament. I've already heard the the, the hallway take from one Schultz. Yes, yeah, I have. And I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. That's coming up, too. It's a very exciting day. It's 314 on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. All right, so our poll question today on X is, what do you have the most faith in Monday night? Penix, Michigan's D-line, Washington's receivers, or Blake Corum? I'm going Blake Corum. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I thought, or I think, that Blake Corum will be last 
of those four things, mm-hmm. four entities. Um, but that, you know, he might be the guy. When, when we're cracking the mic on Tuesday and talking about that game, it very well might be about him. It's the safest bet. Look, all of those things are very reliable. The Michigan D-line is great, but it's not any better than the Texas D-line. And the Texas D-line was not able to get to Penix. They just weren't. Go back and watch that film and look at how many times Byron Murphy beat one of the interior Husky linemen and he never sacked Michael Penix. I mean, those two defensive tackles, like they're they're better than the Michigan tackles. Now the Michigan edges are better than the Texas edges, but they've got NFL guys too. So from a defensive line standpoint, look, it's not any better. Now the back half of the Michigan defense, much better than Texas. The the, the Michigan DBs are, are really good and Texas's were not. But so I can't say the the, the D line is a is a guarantee. Um Penix is amazing, but we've also seen Penix. Now, I think some of this has to do with the ribs, but we've seen games where Penix disappeared, where he wasn't very good. So, and this is a the much this is a much better defense than will, will he will have seen all year. So I, I can't necessarily say that. And if Penix isn't rolling, the receivers can't get it going. But the one thing that you just look at in this game that I have faith, a hundred percent faith, Michigan will run the ball. And they're going to run it and have success. They're going to run it a lot. And unlike Texas, which, look, some of this is that they fell behind and it felt like they were chasing UW the entire time. They ran the ball. Their two backs, Blue and, is it Baxter or Braxton? I forget what the other back was. One averaged seven yards a carry, one averaged six and a half. But I think they only ran the ball about nine to ten times a pop. And then they had the two fumbles. I promise you that when Michigan's running the ball for seven yards a carry, they won't stop running it. I mean, God, against against Penn State, I think McCarthy threw the ball like seven, eight times. If you told Jim Harbaugh right now that you're going to average seven, six to seven yards a carry, how many times is J.J. going to throw the ball? I think he'd smile at you and say it's less than 10. And so, and, and Washington may bow their back in the red zone that did it against Oregon, and I think Washington's defense is better than people get it credit, give it credit for. It's like those old Colt defenses with Peyton Manning. They weren't elite, but they made stomps when they had to, and they've been very good at that, and they make plays. But Michigan won't stop running the ball, and I don't see any way that the Washington defense just raises up and stops Blake Corum. I think he's going to run for 150 yards. That doesn't mean Michigan's going to win. But the one thing that I am certain of in this game is that Michigan will run the ball effectively and Blake Corn will have a big game. All right, vote on our poll question and uh, make sure you vote hard. We'll talk more about the game on Monday. We will also talk more about the game uh, with Joey Harrington, uh, regrettably, coming up at 5.30. <laughs> I don't think he's going to like that very much. Well, I've got some Duck stuff, too. I, I wanted to ask him about Bo Nix. That's something I want to talk about a little bit today, too, is um, I was thinking about Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a guy who went through a lot. You know, Southern guy goes to Auburn, gets run out of town. Legacy guy. Comes to Oregon. Fans are like, eh, Bo Nix. Eh. <laughs> is, is, that, is that really the guy? And then he basically, and then he gets to the Heisman ceremony. You know, it's like yeah. he was so good. He was even more impressive in his leadership and just how he carried himself. You know, like that guy, Bo Nix. And so the question I was asking myself was, because I, I was I was preparing for Joey's interview thinking, I wonder what Joey thinks of where Bo Nix falls in the pantheon of beloved or, you know, however you want to label it, great Oregon quarterbacks, right? Like, Joey's one of the most beloved ever. Yes. Local guy. Probably two. Herbert. Maybe three. Local guy. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, of course, you got Mariota, who was just sensational. Yeah. Um, Fouts. Where does Knicks fall? And Because I feel like Knicks won a lot of people over. I just thought that Fiesta Bowl send-off was awesome. I thought it was awesome that he came back and played. I thought it was awesome that they won that game by whatever it was, 39 points. He played great. He was so good this year. Like He was one of the—they had they were good in, in a lot of areas. But he was the one guy— that you just knew was going to come through. Like he was so reliable, so steady. Just dude, that guy won a lot of people over. And he's a great guy, great yeah. kid. I call him a more likable Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, where does he, is Bo Nix like, and he's got records. Yeah. I mean, he set records. Yeah. Set the all time NCAA record for passing efficiency. Yeah. He's the all, he's, and he started the most games in NCAA history. Yep. Uh, so where does he, where is he going to fall in the pantheon? Unfortunately for Bo, he's going to get a little bit of this. Everything to truly write an a, 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 a unbelievable legacy was at his fingertips. Because if he beats Washington in that game, and the stats are the same, right? He doesn't. Nothing changes. His stats are exactly the same. But they beat Washington. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix wins the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, not, that's right. Not only does he win the Heisman Trophy. But he plays in the college football playoff. And who knows what happens. You know, they play Texas or whoever. But you'd got to believe that Oregon had a good shot in that game. But a Heisman Trophy this season, a chance to play for at least a shot at the college football championship. And it was right there. And I think with Bo, as great as he was, and it was an unbelievable two years, I think he is going to be haunted by the fact that it's going to be what could have been. It was great. It was magical. What could have been? And he never beat Washington. 0-3. And I just think that will... And, and it's not fair, but I, I think for a lot of people, that is going to... I don't know if it's going to define him, but it's going to keep him from getting the appropriate amount of... Um, well, that's true. Whatever. That's Love, definitely, praise. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely part of it. I think, too, that he's not a local guy. You know? Yeah, I'll be Joey interested. Joey was local, and Herbert was local. Fouts was local. Yeah, I wonder, right. Or was Fouts from? He lives local. Yeah, he lives down in Bend. I don't think he's from here, was he? I don't think so. I think he's a California That's guy, if I'm thought. not mistaken. Yeah. I I wonder what his because because Joey comes back, Marcus comes back, obviously Herbert, but again, a couple of those guys are local, and and Marcus is a Hawaii guy, West Coast. Well, and Nix was a transfer. Yeah, I wonder if Bo will. Uh, I, I wonder. I, I wonder what his, I guess, connection will be going forward. Does he? Does he come back on bye weeks? Does he embrace that? Um, because I don't think he's certainly going to embrace Auburn. Like, Auburn kind of ran him out of town. So I, I don't know. That will be an interesting one. I guess I hadn't thought much about that, but that's uh, that's an, that's an intriguing thought. Where do you put him among the... The greats? The great Oregon quarterbacks. So we're not players. We're not players. Yeah. Marcus is one. Yeah. And I don't think you can, you can make any argument. He won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That was a joke. <laughs> Just kidding. He's number one. I I know this is weird. Um, I think he oh, was. Dutch. I think he was a better collegiate player than Justin Herbert. Uh, Knicks. Yeah, well, he's better numbers. In in two years, I, he had, he was better than than Justin Herbert. And again, Justin obviously had. Do you factor coaching into that? That's kind of where I go with that. Is I I think I would have liked to have seen Justin because it turns out that Justin was being held back by, you know, what was around him, uh, namely Mario Cristobal. I would have liked to have seen Justin in this offense, but if we're going, you know, two years, and obviously Herbert played more than that, but I, I, this is, 
I think Knicks is either two or three. You know what about Joey? That's where I'm saying it's two or three. You know, the, the, oh, so you're Herbert's four? I think Herbert's probably four for me. Wow. And again, okay. I'm not I'm not talking about NFL stuff. I'm just saying college. Dude, Joey was great in college. I mean, well, and he finished it off with the yeah. You know, I mean, that Fiesta Bowl, and, and they should have played for a national title. In the current system that they have, they would have had a shot at it. Now, the old system, and I, I, we all know that they kind of got jobbed, and, and I don't think they beat Miami, but I think they should have had a chance at it. So, you know, that's I, I think Bo has made a, a real strong case in two years to say that he's the second-best collegiate quarterback. Not pro stuff, or take all that away. It's hard to argue with his, with his two years, but again, a lot of people are going to disagree with that because of he never beat Washington. 0-3... Ah, is going to stain that. That yeah. will be a stamp on that CV that is going to be hard for a lot of people to to overcome. All right, let's talk about the new quarterback coming to Oregon. Next, here is uh, Jordan with Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. All right, coming up, the Mariners make not one but two trades. So I'm guessing we will have a Schultz's soapbox. But first. I already got a glimpse of it today. Trust me. it's He's ready to go. <clears throat> I was looking at it. Well, now I'm watching golf, but before <laughs> I had it on ESPN. Oh, yeah. And By the way, Scotty Scheffler. Please say it correctly. Scotty Scheffler. I don't know why, but when you do that, it it I, I enjoy, it makes me smile every time. Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> I've started to say it in my updates just because you do that. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Scotty Scheffler. Makes me smile. He has taken the lead, or he's tied for the lead. He has gone nine under in his last 12 holes at Kapalua. <laughs> Is that good? That's Nine pretty, under and twelve. Old? Is that is that Rop esque? They are. Oh, well, it's not. No. <laughs> oh God, look at this. Well, anyway, um, they are making a mockery of the guy, of course. The winner is going to be thirty under. Yikes! One of those tournaments. Yeah. But it's still a fun tournament to watch. Fun course. Anyway, I have, I have no problem. By the way, not in a major, but I have no like. Some people bitch about that. <laughs> yeah, you like it. It's it's yeah. watching watching the best in the world able to do something like that. It's not like I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, what an easy course. I could do that. No, it's amazing watching guys that are able to to crank shots like that. He's tied with Terrell Hatton, who shot 62. So I believe that's a buttery 62. Very buttery. Yes. God. Uh, so anyway, I was watching ESPN before I turned it over to golf, and they were saying that um, <laughs> they were going to cover. They had a little scroll on the bottom. It was like, hey, stay tuned, because coming up, 
live college football playoff arrival. Oh, we get to see the the planes. No, the buses. Oh, I thought maybe at I think the they're airport. already there, right? Are they already there? I I don't know. I don't know. They were showing buses, so maybe it's. I don't know. Well, normally, like I, I again, never having played for a national championship game, but normally you just get there the the day before the game. The game's oh, on Monday, maybe but it is planes. But maybe you do get there a little bit early because I don't know you. You, you, that you got that. you got commitments and dinners and all that. I just thought it was. Hey man, you got to find out Silly. who's who's got the riz, who's getting off the bus. I guess so. Is well, that a thing with college now? Oh yeah. yeah. The NBA started that whole thing. Absolutely. And now the NFL has it. Uh-huh. Well, and now you got to do it the uh the number 1 JUCO commit pulled up. he I think he's going to Ole Miss. He pulled up to this was yesterday. He pulled up to his uh little signing thing or whatever in a Lamborghini. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lambo. By the way, good use of your NIL money, kid, cuz being a JUCO kid's a guaranteed success. Way to way to buy that Lambo. I want to I'm going to save the receipt on that one. Well, maybe somebody bought it for him. I guess. But yeah, you're no one now unless you pull up with a, with a great outfit and a car, and then you got to have the little, like... Uh, got to have the drip. You got to have the little travel bag. You got to have the yeah. little toiletry, oh, yeah. like Louis or yeah. Gucci or whatever. Didn't Russell Westbrook start that whole thing? Russell Westbrook, I think, was one of the very first to really embrace high fashion, because it used to be like... Like, Kobe would wear jerseys. He would wear, like, a Gretzky jersey or a... You know, a, a Bo Jackson, but yeah, R- Westbrook and, and like Cam Newton were two of the first guys to go like runway fashion and hire stylists. And now, like half the guys in the league do that. You got LeBron wearing culottes, and Kyle Kuzma's wearing his dumbass Grinch oversized sweater, and James Harden is dressed like the Lorax and high fashion. Man, you're no one unless you got Riz. Yeah, Lillard. Lillard uh, played that game. Yeah, I remember Lillard's. The first one that I saw was Lillard was that I can remember is he wore a suit with no shirt. Yeah, well, he that went, was at the All Star game. He went bare chest and like a double breasted suit. Yeah, I got to tell you, he looked like a badass. He pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like how I do. Can you imagine going to an event like you? Like you do that though? Those, those baseball uh, awards things, right? The what is it? The Friends well, of Baseball. I- well, no, it's uh, it's the old timers banquet. I haven't done it in a couple of years. Oh, okay, I but, used to. But can you imagine going to that and you put on your best suit? Yeah, no shirt, no shirt, <laughs> no shirt. Just chest the the amount of balls it takes to be like, I'm going in front of a group of people right now wearing this suit, and I'll be damned if I'm covering up this chest hair. Yeah, do you think somebody had to talk him into that? Or does he put that on and go, yeah? I guarantee it wasn't his idea. That was a stylist. Yeah, somebody's like, Dude, trust me, this looks great. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> I got my <laughs> chest meat hanging out. Larry. I, I just, it's a weird, I think about that with Cam Newton. Because Cam, like, I remember Cam saying that he spends like half a million dollars a year. Yeah. On just, and he only wears them once. He wore those He wore those outfits to, to the game, and then he would, he would toss them. And... I would love to see the collaboration process between his stylist and Cam Newton. Well, didn't we see that once? They were on... Um, did they do a thing on that? They did, because they were on the in-season Hard Knocks, and they showed him. Oh! Or maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't It wasn't that one. It was the Amazon one. The, I do think I remember something like they that. They showed him with Maybe that's stylist. where he was talking about that he, he spent yeah. the half a million bucks, but... Like someone's like, we're going to dress you up like a, a psychotic Willy Wonka, and he's like, <laughs> damn right. Put that put that yeah, Thelma you know. Louise scar around your head and hey, whatever works if that's what he likes. Uh, I thought I I enjoyed Cam. Well, I kind of enjoyed Cam Newton. I thought he was great for yeah. the league. I mean, yeah. he's a good dude and well, he's a bit much for me. But I also yeah. don't like the Cam Newton. Uh, kind of got a lot of heat that well maybe wasn't deserved. You know, yeah. Like when Cam Newton 
has an opinion on quarterback play. I may not agree with it, and I, and I don't on a lot of things he says, but realize that I am a college center failed NFL player at center guard. Cam Newton is an MVP at the quarterback position. So even though I don't agree with his take on quarterback play. Well, what did he say? Oh, well, he was talking to, he he got a couple weeks ago. He took a lot of flack because he was talking about game managers and he was talking about Dak and Brock Purdy and these guys who aren't great players. And of course he was a great player and other quarterbacks, you know, like him. And so people were just, were just railing on the guy. As I said, I don't agree with his statement, but he did play that position, went to a Super Bowl, won an MVP, won a national title at Auburn. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe, his take on quarterback play, you should give at least a little, just like a scooch of credit to. Yeah, his NFL career, probably going to go underappreciated. Yes. He was damn good, man. Yes. <laughs> and it will never, you're right, it will never get the credit, because and, and, and it aged poorly, as a lot of athletic quarterbacks do, but it, it, it will never... It will never get the credit it deserves because he was, awesome. he was really, really good. He was the best version of that style of quarterback for the longest that we've ever seen because he was built like a tank, and he did he did held up he, he held what? up for ten years, and then you know he didn't. But most of those guys last you know five six years. Cam lasted double that, mm-hmm. and then you know it went away. And of course, we view the end of it, and his shoulder was made of crab meat, and we love to crap on the guy and. He never really became an elite passer, but no one ever, if, if you're not an elite thrower of the ball, you never become an elite thrower. You can become better, but like if you think Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields or anyone else five years from now is going to be, you know, slinging the ball like like Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, it's, that's, that's, that's not possible. That's like saying a receiver who's, who's a great route runner but is pretty slow, they're like, hey, if he just works hard, that guy will be the best deep threat in the league. No, it's just a different skill set at that position. We just don't respect that quarterback the way that we do the and, – and you can say what you want about whether that's rooted in, in tradition, racism, stereotypes, all that. Well, a lot of it was his own attitude. He rubbed, a, he rubbed people the wrong way. Yeah, we just don't – But he had a lot of haters. Yeah, we don't like that – that style of quarterback. All right, I see a bet I like next on The Fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Okay, I saw the uh, Heisman future odds for next year Mm -hmm. today. I was looking at that. Yeah, because a lot of the the big guys are uh, are all gone. Yeah, you know who the favorite is next year? Well, there's two of them. They're tied. Uh, I'm trying to think of who would be the favorite coming back. So uh, is Milrow up there? Because yep. he's coming back for Bama. He's one of them. Uh, do, do, do Ohio State doesn't have a quarterback. LSU's isn't coming back. Well, Ohio State does have a quarterback. Yeah, but he's on the list. Will Howard? Yep. They've got him plus 1,900. Which I don't think is a bad bet because... No, it's Ohio State. It's Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, McCarthy hasn't announced that he's leaving, so is he... Is he's he, on the list, he's but on not, the list. not in the top four. Uh, oh, what a... Uh, I'm assuming we might be bringing this up because of Dylan Gabriel? Uh, he's on the list, but not top three. Okay, so... USC doesn't... Oh, wait, who did USC... You're missing the key guy. I'm missing a key. Who in the hell am I missing? Quinn Ewers. Oh yeah, chances he's, are he's, he's coming fan. back. Yeah, so well, he I think he's already said, hasn't he? Uh, I 
happened. I thought he did. I did not see that he announced he's coming back. I just, the assumption was is that he was indeed going to come back. So yours and Milrow, plus 750. Don't like either of those bets. Uh, Carson Beck from Georgia is next, plus uh, 850. There you go. Beck had it. And that's he, good. He, but he started a little rough, but Beck towards the end was, yeah, was playing good ball. And they're going to be good. Yeah. So he'll, you know, I, I love Dylan Gabriel at plus 1100. Yeah, there's some good value there because yes, or yeah, Tez Johnson. Tez Johnson's coming back. Yes, Oregon's off. Like, look at what Bo Nix did. Dylan Gabriel is every bit the quarterback Bo Nix was. Yes, I mean this is it's almost like well, Oregon. But, no offense to Bo Nix, but Dylan Gabriel before, uh, like if you're comparing Bo Nix at Auburn and Dylan Gabriel at oh. at, at his two stops, not Dylan Gabriel close. not even close. Yeah, so I, I just feel like Oregon has a chance to become kind of like Oklahoma used to be. Where you just keep getting transfer quarterbacks that get into the Heisman race. Yeah, there's an element of that. I could look with plus eleven hundred. There's real value. That's in that. not a bad bet, man. No, Gabriel's going to be right there if he doesn't get hurt. The other one too, although it's you know the, the so many other of his weapons are gone, but and so it's a bit of an unknown. But um, Will Rogers from Mississippi State put up a ton of numbers, and he's going to DeBoer's system. Although you just you wonder because all they lose of, a lot of guys. They lose a lot of guys. They they lose a lot of O line. <clears throat> they lose all the, the the their big weapons on the outside, and they don't recruit the way that some of those those other schools do. So I think that one is is kind of keeping an eye on. But DeBoer every every place he's gone, they put up points. And Will Rogers before this last year with some injuries and stuff, Will Rogers put up a butt ton of numbers in uh, Mike Leach's system. So, kind of keep an eye on that. McCarthy's plus eighteen hundred. I, I mean, he just doesn't. They don't throw the ball. Well, and if Harbaugh leaves, yeah, that's true. Know, what happens to them? Yeah, I just for all that, like JJ McCarthy is a really good college player, and some people like him in the NFL. But the idea that that you can there was a game where he threw the ball seven times. Like you just that's not a Heisman Trophy winner. That's a that's a really good quarterback of a really good team, but that's you can't compare that to. A, a guy like Bo Nix yeah. or Jaden Daniels well, or someone like that's that. That's why I think Dylan Gabriel should probably be the favorite, but he's not because of yeah. yours and Milro being in the playoff and everything. Sure. But that's, I mean, I don't know about you. Quinn, yours. Milro, I don't He's buy. impressive, but he's not great, is he? Quinn, yours? No, I do not think he is. And Milro, I mean, what is that? Milro. Heisman? Well, here's the thing with Milro. Uh, it wouldn't shock me. If Milrow does not finish his career as the starting quarterback at Alabama, just as good as if he, he, you mean if he gets benched, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like Alabama is going to constantly have guys that come in and, and push him, right? And Milrow is, I mean, look at this. Let's go back to to uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts comes into Alabama. He's the freshman of the year. He's the SEC play, the freshman of the year, second year. Uh, he's the SEC Player of the Year. They play for a national title. They lose, right? He, and and then he takes them all the way to the national title game again. And what happened? He got benched in the national title game for Tua. They win a national title, and the very next year, what was it? He got replaced by Tua. And Jalen Hurts, by the way, last time I checked, is a really good player. But he at college, uh, he was a limited player. And I could see that happening to Milrow. Milrow is a really good player, but in a game like against Michigan where the O-line's not protecting him and he can't really throw the ball very well, he's not a great thrower of the ball, if he never evolves in that, and there's some real concern that, that, that he never will, I could see either a transfer or a young kid coming in and pushing that and, and 
just be in one of those situations where he's a really good player but does not finish his career at Alabama as the starter. Could 100% see that. Yeah, it's just interesting. Somebody said on the Vancouver Ford text line, uh, Oregon, really looking back, has always had good quarterbacks. And I was just looking at their their list of starters. You know, you go all the way back to Graziani. You go Achilles Smith, who was excellent. Mm-hmm. A.J. Feely. Joey Harrington. Uh, Jason Fife. Yeah. Kellen Clemens. Mm-hmm. Dennis Dixon. Masoli. I'll tell you what, Dennis Dixon doesn't get hurt in that game and tear his yeah. ACL. We're talking about Dennis Dixon. Yeah. Uh, Darren Thomas mm-hmm. played in the title game. Yep. And again, see the J. Jay- he's probably one of the weaker. Well, and I, I would make the argument this was, this was like my Jalen Milrow thing. He played for a national championship <clears throat> and, and had to leave because Marcus was coming. Because Mariota got in there. Yeah. Yes. So Mariota, three years. Then you had the Vernon Adams year. And, Ver- he, and Vernon, by the good. way, was really good. Yeah. 26 tutties, six picks. Yeah. Uh, grad transfer, and then you had Justin Herbert for four years. Yeah, last time I checked, that, one, that was pretty good, too. And then you go into... You know, that's you know, a 20-year run, man. And then yeah. you got Shuck the COVID year. Shuck yeah. was their quarterback. Yeah. The Anthony Brown year, yeah. uh, they won at Ohio State. And by the way, Anthony Brown still... Pretty good. Know, yeah, ended pretty up hanging good. around the NFL. And Bo Nix. Yeah. It really has been a... Nice run. It, it's and now been Dylan a, Gabriel. It's been a great run. Absolutely. Dylan Gabriel and you got... Um, Dante Moore. Dante Moore. And plus, you know, we'll see. Some of the freshmen coming in, like, there's going to be some transfers. That's the one position where you're just not going to be able to keep depth anymore, <laughs> anymore which is kind well, of that's amazing. Why it's weird that they got Dante Moore, too. Fascinating. Other than the only thing I can think of is... Money. One, the money, and two... I'm really rich. He got kicked in the teeth so hard, UCLA playing as a true freshman. I wonder if there's an element of he understands that for the betterment of his long-term future, right... Go to Oregon, sit, even if you redshirt and you don't play, learn from Dylan Gabriel, learn how to play the position a little bit better. You'll still have three years to go and play and, and be the guy. And That's then probably you, what they're selling. And you, yeah, and you can really take a step forward. Oh, and by the way, you get a million dollars in NIL. We're going to take care of you. You already made a bunch of NIL money down at UCLA. Maybe he's the, the guy that someone actually talked to and, and, and was like, hey, for, for your future – this is going to be better that you don't get thrown to the wolves right away. Is Gabriel just one year? Yes. He's this is his only year. One and done with the duckies. One and done with the duckies. Where he, was he before he was Central Florida? Central Florida, Oklahoma. And Oklahoma and now here. And I don't think he I think he's a grad transfer. Yeah. So not that right. it matters, but up next, uh, I think we have Schultz's soapbox. I don't know. Oh boy. But I think we do because the Mariners pulled off two trades today. And as you guys know, or maybe you don't. Schultz, he is a huge Mariners fan, yeah. and he is very upset with Jerry Depoto. At least last we checked in with him, yeah, he hated Jerry Depoto. What was that move that? What was the move that you hated? Which backup catcher acquiring uh, pissed you off more? Uh, no, it was the mm-hmm. Luis Urias move. That's because, what it was. Yeah, 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 the third baseman that they're most likely going to start that actually was going to be released, and they didn't have to give anything up for anyways. Just, yeah. uh, I, I digress. We'll get into it. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't Damn know it. what he's bitching about. They finally got the bat that they've so desperately needed. <laughs> In Mitch Garver? I like the Mitch Garver move. Garver move's okay. See, the guy can't give him any credit. <laughs> no, can't. All right. Well, that's coming up. And then uh, TV trivia as well. It's 357 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.